You are listening to the Man of Class podcast. This is episode number seven in the first season, The Male Identity Project. This episode, we're going to get into the number one ingredient in order to have any success. So if that interests you in any way, or if you're looking to get some success in your life, be sure to stay tuned. Every day, the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Now, let's get right into it. This episode, I'm really excited about, and I'm excited for a couple different reasons, but one of the first ones is, as you know, if you've been following me along for any stretch of time, you'll know that I don't like to live on the surface. I like to get into the deeper depths of stuff, and the deeper depths of success in this episode that we're going to get into. And it's interesting because I didn't quite piece it together until over the past weekend. And one of the things that I noticed is, so I'll give you some, some context. This past weekend, we decided to put on a second tier patio in the backyard. And I think it was, so Lily was born 2019. So that was 2018. We decided to put in a patio, nice paver patio, um, dug it out, put in the the gravel necessary, the sand, the whole works. As soon as we got done with that, my wife and I were like, yeah, man, the patio we thought was huge, really wasn't very big at all. It, it's, it's, it, it's not that it wasn't big. It was big. It's just you can quickly fill up space on an outdoor patio because by the time you get a table and all that other stuff, before you know it, the thing was packed. So we said, crap, now we need to do a second tier patio. Well, Lily was born, so that kind of went there. So this year we said, this is the year COVID happened. So we're like, well, we're not going to go anywhere for the summer. So we might as well just finish the patio. We had all the materials. And so and so in that, we this past weekend was the weekend. We had Saturday in order to go do it. So we had dirt delivered and we're just going to go through and raise up. Before we dug down, this one we're actually going to raise up. So we spread the dirt laid out the fabric, um, tamped everything down, put down the paver base, you know, did all of, all the, the necessary steps in order to do a paver. But the things went wrong, much like any project does. I went through all the dirt. We initially got two yards, spread the two yards, realized, crap, I need more dirt. Had to call, went through and got another yard of dirt. Went through again, made some more progress, realized, crap, this wasn't right. Had to go tweak this, go through a little bit farther. Crap, that's not right. Things didn't quite get level. Crap, have to go get things level. And the more and more that we went through it, the more and more I I started to realize that there's something that is consistent in all projects. And And the thing that's present in all these projects, whether it's in patios or whether it's in life or whether it's in relationships or whatever else is being able to be adaptable. And so then I started thinking going, okay, is there, what determines success? 
Well, success can be determined by so many different things, but what are the ingredients, right? Because everyone says, oh, I want to be successful. Oh, I want to go do this. I want to be this. I want to, and success is determined as meeting some type of a goal, right? Goal setting. I want to be X. I want to have Y, whatever that it is. Success means that you will have achieved it. So then I started thinking going, okay, like this patio. Well, I wanted to have the second tier patio. That to me was success. If I could do that, then I'd be successful. But what did, what was it really take? Well, some people would say, oh, it's the grit. Oh, it's the grind. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. It's really adaptability. So then I started going down and thinking, has there ever been, because I always like to play devil advocates with myself. There's a lot of voices in the head, but the, the voice was, okay, can I prove to myself that there has ever been a time that somebody wasn't successful? that was adaptive. And I think it's the adaptability with never giving up. Because much like this patio, there were many times going throughout the day because I started shoveling at six in the morning right before the sun was coming up to move the dirt because I knew it was gonna be a big day. But the more and more that I went through it, the more I realized every single twist and turn in the journey of getting, in this case, the patio, but even bigger was adaptability. And so, what I realized is then I took that lens and said, okay, going back through every last little bit of anything, really, whether it was starting a business or whether it was getting promoted at a nine to five or whether it was um, finding true love or getting into better health, getting better fitness, more money, better relationships with people, with, fam with family and friends and, and strangers and whatever that it was. It always took something, and that key ingredient was adaptability. And so it's interesting because, again, when I go back and I think, somebody had asked a question recently, and they said, what is a man of class? What does that really mean? And I said, well, I know what people often think that it means, but that's not what it means entirely. People often think when I talk to them and they say, oh, man of class, like, oh, you've got to be prim, you've got to be proper, you have to be polished, you have to be this, you have to be that. And I go, you don't have to be any of that. <laughs> Frankly, you don't have to be any of that. That's not at all what that means. I know what the word class means in the dictionary and thinking of what a man is and, and what class can, can represent. And people put those two together and go, oh, I've got it all figured out. And what's ironic about that is that's not actually what it is at all. What I look at when I think of a man of class is somebody who is continuously learning, who is adaptable, who is supportive of those around them, and who strives for success. Class. Constantly learning, CL. Adaptable, A. Supportive of those around them, S. Striving for success, S. Class. Man of class. And it's funny because I... I don't share that often with people, but I wanted to share it here because I tied in adaptability and it was a key foundation for success. As I started working through that in my epiphany this weekend, I was going, we always say that, but it's always nice to say those ideological type things where people say, you know, oh, you need to be uh, successful. You need to be happy. You need to be whatever. But we often don't really give enough context or enough clues or examples or or whatever we don't really get into a lot of that detail which is why i really wanted to share this episode 
not only because of the just the epiphany that I had over the weekend going, sure, adaptability is is truly the strength, but I saw it in real action. So to delve deeper into the story, when I realized at after spreading the two yards of dirt that I needed more dirt in order to make this project successful, I panicked. I went into panic mode. I was like, crap, I don't have enough dirt. Uh, I don't think this thing is gonna is is gonna work out. Maybe the patio wasn't meant to be for today. Uh, I I don't know how to, I don't even know how to get more dirt. And I went down into this panic mode of just like second guessing and not really knowing what to go do next. Like I know I guess I needed dirt, but then I started going, well, maybe can like I I spread the dirt out a little bit better. You know, do I need that much dirt right now? Like should I have you know should I dig down deeper? Like what 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 should I do? I had all these thoughts going through my mind. And it was funny because that happened. I, I know all the time scale because this just happened. So I started shuttling at 6 a.m. I got done about 7.30 a.m. So the local landscape place opens at 8. And I had this after I went through the whole panic and the fear and the anxiety and all that other stuff that happened. This all happened within probably 15, 20 minutes before the girls got up. And I remember going through going, well, how did I solve this the first time? Well, I guess I needed dirt. So I called somebody who had dirt. What if I called him again? Well, sure, that makes too much sense. I that possibly couldn't work in this scenario. It seems silly now. But in the moment, I, I tell you that these were all things that I had going through my mind, going like, I don't know how I'm going to go solve this. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, just order. Hey, dummy, order more dirt. But that thought never crossed my mind because I just, I I don't know, I fell into a place where I think most of us feel a sense of not having options, a sense of not having control of the situation or feeling, uh, you know, in that moment, I I played the victim. I played the victim card. Oh, I don't, you know, why why this happened to me? Why, you know, I I wish I had more dirt or I I wish I would have planned better. I should have planned better. Um, Do I need all that dirt? Maybe I can make it work without that dirt going through all these different thoughts. But then I started to take control of the situation and something miraculous happened. I was adaptable. Well, I don't have any more dirt. I can call more dirt. I can go take the truck to go get more dirt. What if I just go get more dirt? That wasn't part of my plan. My initial plan was I was going to have all the dirt spread and I was going to start laying out the fabric and everything else before noon. And so now that I had to go order more dirt, I was going, well, shoot, what do I go do at this point? I guess that's going to set my schedule back. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm just going to keep moving forward. My mantra, keep moving forward. I'm going to see what they can do. So I call, I give them a call. They go through and they say, okay, yeah, we can, uh, we've got a lot of orders, but don't worry. Like, I think we can get you dirt within the next couple hours. So by 10, 1030, we should be able to have more dirt. So then fast forward. So then I go through and I'm like, all right, perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to keep myself busy on other stuff. And as I go out, Amber, my wife, looks at it and says, what if we didn't raise it as high? What if you took dirt? Because there was one point that was the highest. And I was trying to make everything level with the highest point. She said, what if you dug down a little bit? That would mean that you would have less dirt everywhere else. Again, never thought about it, a.k.a. different perspective, continuously learning. So I was like, oh, crap, I guess I could do that. Went through, ended up I didn't need all that dirt that I had ordered. But I just kept moving forward. And then the next hurdle, I can't remember all the different hurdles, but there was like hurdle after little hurdle after little hurdle. 
stuff that I thought I'm spending so much energy tamping by hand. And I remember this was probably like three o'clock at this point going, I wish I would have just ordered one of those tampers, like rented one of those vibrating tampers that that is designed for patios. But I was just trying to do everything by hand. Again, playing the victim. Oh, why? Why didn't I do that? I wish I would have done that all in that moment. And I again, this is why I love Amber. Amber's like, hey, why don't you just go do it? It's still three o'clock. They're probably still open. And it was enough to get me unstuck in that moment. And again, thinking that I wasn't going to get the patio done in that day, I got another wind. I was like, no, I can do this. Give him a call, got the tamper, got it loaded in the truck, brought it back home, started doing the tamping, laying out the patio. And it was just, it was a constant, this isn't working. I have to be adaptable. Go to the next thing. Okay, now this isn't working. Be adaptable again. And in the moment, I wasn't able to figure out all these different people. Like, I didn't look at it and go, oh, you know, golly gee, I'm being adaptable here. It wasn't until I got the patio done. So Amber and I finished the patio at like 1130 at night, I think. Our neighbors were pissed because we were using the tamper at 1130, um, <laughs> which makes some noise. So our neighbors hated us. But I digress. But the, the key thing when I was looking back going, wow, like we we crushed it. Like, I can't believe that we started at the beginning of the day. And by the end of the day, we actually had something. And I remember her saying that, you know, yeah, it was a lot of work, but we, we stayed focused and we, and we just kept with it. And I'm like, yeah, but so many people stay focused and with stuff all the time. But what is that linchpin? What is the thing that keeps them going? And it's the adaptability. And then the more that I started thinking about the adaptability piece and how crucial that little piece is of not, you'll have the thoughts. Everyone has the thoughts where they go in and, and something doesn't work out their way and they go, crap, like, why did this happen to me? Or like, why, you know, if I only could have done this or if I, you know, what have shoulda, coulda, and they should all over themselves. But that's not the thing that's going to get you to keep moving forward. And again, it's one thing to like, just keep moving forward, keep moving forward until you want to punch somebody in the face. But it's, it's that, that little piece of adaptability. How can I be adaptable in this situation? How can I, I know what I'm doing right now isn't working. I eat like the dirt. I know I've spread all the dirt. There isn't there. There's no more dirt to go. <laughs> I don't have any more dirt. I can either call it quits, be done with this. Or I can make a call, get more dirt, and actually just keep moving forward. And that, you know, same thing with the tamper. Okay, I could be done. I'm exhausted. I'm done with the, with doing the tamping by hand. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Or I can go get a tool. I can, I can adapt. I can go call. I can go get that, you know, vibrating tamper or whatever. Now, granted, next time I do a patio, the third patio, I will have known all the tips and tricks and how to get it all done in a much more efficient time. I will order one and a half times the amount of dirt that I think that I need so that I have extra just in case. Getting the right tools. You know, a buddy once told me, he said, life becomes so much easier when you use the right tool for the job. And it and it was such a profound statement, but it's so true in this instance, like with the tamping. It, there was a lot of benefit. There was a lot of just get the get the darn tool and let the tool do its job. But I wouldn't have gotten that tool if I wasn't adaptable. 
And so that adaptability piece can be shown throughout so many different areas of not only history, but even think about what we're going through in COVID. So I told you the light story because a, I hope that you get some, some laughs from some of the stupidity that I did over the weekend. But the other piece of it is when, when we think of the whole economy right now in the global pandemic that's happening, which is COVID or the coronavirus, the people who are the most adaptable, and I've been telling people that I am talking to on like a day-to-day basis or like individuals that um, either on phone calls or whatever else, that the people who are going, mark my words, you heard it here first, the people who are the most adaptable are going to be the ones that win in this pandemic. The people who re, who maybe have lost their jobs or are on the brink of losing their jobs, who are the most adaptable that says, no longer what I'm doing today is not going to get me to tomorrow. So for instance, if you're working at your job and all of a sudden you get laid off, you're going to have those thoughts of, oh crap, like now what happens? Like my whole life has been turned up down, upside down. Like, no, like this is all that I've ever known. You're going to have those feelings. That's fine. That's, that's normal. It's, it's human to have those, those feelings and emotions and to live in that emotional state for a second, but let it only be a second, like give yourself time to, to be there, but then know, is this going to be the thing that's going to allow me to move forward or is it going to be the adaptability? And the people who are the most adaptable are going to be the ones that win today. The businesses, you're starting to see some businesses shifting heavily from like um, in-person brick and mortar to more online curbside pickup. The more that businesses start to adapt to some of that stuff, the, the those are going to be the businesses that start to thrive. Industries like the aviation industry, they're going to have to pivot. They're going to have to be adaptable. The ones, the companies, the engine manufacturing, the airplane manufacturing, the airlines, all of them, every single layer of this, the ones that are the most adaptable are going to be the ones that survive. The ones that think that the world is going to go back to the same way that it was pre-COVID, those are going to be the ones that are like the blockbusters of yesteryear that will wish and hope for the days to be the glory days. And those days will turn them to ash. And I say that because I think there's a lot of truth that can be heard and felt and maybe even just a reminder for people who are going through some tough times. I know there's so many companies right now in part of their pivoting or part of their panic are laying people off and it's leaving a lot of people unemployed, fearful, anxiety filled. And I just want to let people know that it's okay. It's going to be okay. Hold or lean into your adaptability muscle because that adaptability muscle is going to be the the reason that's going to get you the next job or to start that career or to move to a different location in order to start a new life. Whatever that it is, the adaptability piece is going to be the piece that's going to allow you to be successful. Whether that's during a global pandemic or whether that's not, that piece of it is going to be the piece that will help you move forward in any situation. Think back. I was just reading something where it said that Netflix didn't kill Blockbuster. Uh, high return fees or something like or high late fees did. Um, I'm just trying to think the other ones like Apple didn't kill the music industry. 
buying the whole album did. But what was true in every single one of those instances from a company standpoint was that it was the companies that were the most adaptable. Apple realized <laughs> people people bought a full album because they liked the one or two hit songs on there that they just played on repeat over and over and over again. They said, well, that's stupid. How about we be adaptable and we allow the customers to download the single hit songs and then the rest of the album, like they don't have to buy. Same thing with Netflix. They said it's cumbersome to have to drive into the blockbuster, wait in line, have to have the them make sure that they rewind the tapes or, or just DVDs, get them on the shelves and then you have to drive home. And then, you know, if you don't send it back, then all of a sudden there should be a massive late fee. And and so then it, it was just ongoing type things. And it was the evolution. Every single company that has thrived has looked at the opportunity and said, how can we adapt how can we as a company adapt to the needs of a customer? And we always look at that from a company standpoint, but remember a company is nothing more than just a group of people. And so on an individual basis, the adaptability is going to be the thing that helps take you from where you are today to where you want to go tomorrow. And it's only through that adaptability piece that's going to be what's taking you from being single to having a girlfriend or boyfriend going from being in a relationship to marriage, going from marriage to kids, going to kids to, you know, whatever that it is, whatever constant, if there's one thing that is always true is that life is a constant change, but it's always through the adaptability that enables people to be successful. And it's not, it's not a rocket scientist opinion or, or approach that adaptability wins, but oftentimes adaptability becomes easy for when we see things like we really want to be in that relationship. So we adapt. We become the type of man that is in a relationship. We don't go out to the clubs every night and go home with whoever that we meet. We, we adapt, but we adapt for the things that we want. Oftentimes, when things become hard, we, we tend to focus on the things that are making it hard, i.e. the dirt. Where's the dirt coming from? <laughs> I don't have enough dirt. But if you think of, okay, what are going through all the different uh, options of how do I adapt to the situation? Well, I can just call somebody to get more dirt. So what what is your dirt in this scenario? What dirt are you going through? What lack of dirt are you going through right now? Where maybe you can look at it and go, how can I be adaptable in this situation? How can being, how can thinking adaptably, adaptably, I don't even know if that's a word, but I just made it up. So we're going to go with it. But thinking about that, how can I be adaptable? I think I just did it again. In this in this moment, in this space. What can I think differently? Because if I keep thinking the same thing, i.e., I don't have enough dirt, where am I going to get more dirt? <laughs> if I keep if I keep focusing on that, I'm not going to overcome it. I'm never going to get to that next thing. I'm never going to be able to move forward to finish the patio. So in what areas of your life are you worried so much about the lack of dirt versus who can actually bring more dirt or where more dirt can come from in your life? And that small tweak can can help you get to that success that you're whatever, however, that you're determining it, striving for success. And so that's what I wanted to share today, because that was something that was really profound piece that I looked at and gone. And went, man, like that's, it seems so simple, 
but I can totally relate to when people get so stuck and they're so stuck in whatever it is. And then thinking about the whole lens of the whole COVID thing that's happening right now and seeing how people can be so stuck in such a situation that they can't seem to get out of because it's, and it was so true in that dirt scenario, but how, how I got through it and thinking, if this helped me, I wonder if it can help somebody else. I wonder if, if this can help someone else get through whatever their dirt situation is right now so that they can get closer to success. So with that, I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you got a little bit of information from this. I do want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your dirt story. If you have a dirt story and you want to share it with me, uh, tag me in social media at Eric Yusko. Tell me, you know, hashtag dirt story and tell me what it is. Tell me what's going on. I'd love to hear what you've been going through. What what are the thing? What are the aha moments where you're like that? That adaptability piece is something I've been missing. And well, until next time. Oh, one last thing. So I did write an ebook recently that I tried to take some coaching principles. Again, when I think of everything that's been going on, how can we adapt and move forward in life? I wanted to give some coaching principles and, and I created this ebook called Coaching Secrets. And in it, I describe sort of some of the tips and tricks and, and mindsets and strategies and different things that I've been able to help one-on-one clients with. And I wanted to give that to you for free. And I want to give it to you for free because, again, I know this time can be so troublesome that we oftentimes get frozen in our own spot. But hopefully, just like this episode, it might give you a little bit of insight, a different lens to look at it through so that you can adapt and move to the next level. So if you're interested in that ebook, make sure to go over to manofclass.com forward slash coaching secrets, put in your name and email address. And if you don't have an email within 10 minutes, make sure to just email me, check your, your junk folder in case it went in there. But if you still don't get it, make sure to email me direct at eric.usco at manofclass.com. And I'll be sure to make sure that you get your free ebook. So with that, have a great night, be safe, be healthy, and be happy. Until next time, be great.